you been banging your head against your desk wondering how to charge for a website? After all, customers, they don't see the value, right? So all of my most popular podcast episodes here on Digital Masters have been about charging your worth. And that's really no surprise. In our world, we often feel like we're fighting for the lowest bid. And yet we know that that is not the way to build a profitable business. Now, you know the customer, you understand what they need, and you know you can help them, but you often are going to get caught up in price. We should charge this, but will they pay it? Now, in episode 34, we talked about seven factors in your website pricing. I highly encourage you to go back and listen to that episode as it does inform today's. But in this episode, I want to break down that a bit further, and we're going to talk about how exactly to charge for a website. Let's start earning our actual worth as web designers and developers. You're listening to the Digital Masters Growing Your Web Dev Business Podcast. Each week, I take you through actionable strategies that you can use to improve your own web design business and make more money with every website you build. I'm your host, Marisa Vanskyver, aka Captain Coder. Now, a lot of your pricing is around your mindset. If you feel like you have, like your customer isn't going to get a lot out of the website you're building and that they're buying from you, then of course you can't and won't charge a lot for that website. But websites, a good website that increases conversions, builds up an email list, helps your client to create revenue, is an actual investment for a business. Let's take, for instance, an online service provider. They currently have a revenue of $5,000 a month, but they want to double that to $10,000 a month. You know that the website you're building for them can help them to achieve that. If your client is aiming to earn double their current revenue or even just $15,000 in the next few months with that new website, Why are you charging them less than $5,000 to build that website to begin with? For most of us, what we charge to build our next website is largely in our heads. We don't use set processes, calculators, or even past projects to inform that the way we should. You know, we get caught up in what we think the customer is willing to pay. Not charging for a website at the price point that our services are actually worth to the customer. Have you ever considered that your customer that you offered a lowball price to might have been happy to pay double for what you charged? Kind of hard to think about, right? Now, many web designers and developers also get caught up in what we're selling. We're just selling a website, we say. A website, however, isn't just one piece of a business's marketing strategy. It is the brand's hub on the internet and honestly for everything anymore. It is where all of that customer's marketing leads back to. It's where their customers learn about the brand and decide whether or not they'd like to make a purchase or become part of that customer's community. Plus, 
businesses lose $2.6 billion each year due to poor performing websites. Imagine what your amazing website can do to build a business's marketing foundation and improve their sales. And let's talk about our unique skill set. Less than 1% of the world's population can actually build a website. By 2023, there will be 27.7 million web developers in the world. There are 1.9 billion plus websites. I don't think I have to tell you how rare our skill set is, even with DIY website builders like Squarespace and Wix in the market. Now, you're probably starting to see a pattern here already, but the key thing is to remember that you have to stop selling a website like it's just another dot on the internet. You have to sell based on the value you're bringing your customer. Now, some of that requires getting to know your customer in the first consultation and learning what they are struggling with. What challenges are they facing with their website and their marketing as a whole? What solutions do they hope a new website will provide? When you start selling based on how you help and keep it specific to that client's problems, you'll find it a whole lot easier to sell on the value, on the actual ROI, and on the investment. Suddenly, you'll be able to charge more for that same website you're building. Let's get into the fun stuff. Putting together my 17 years of experience as a freelance developer and peer research, I created my own pricing calculator. But I love to share. So not only am I providing a complete breakdown of the eight steps that go into the calculator, but you'll also be able to use it yourself for free. Now, I'll tell you how to snag it at the end of today's episode. So stick with me. Now, step one, you need to define your client. This one feels a little easy, but if you haven't done this yet, you really need to start to get to know your ideal client. Write down a few things that you already know about them. Look at any past clients that you loved and really fit in with your ideal persona and create a buyer persona for that ideal client. We talked about this more in episode 32. Now, at the very least, you need to know the basics of who your client is and what kind of revenue they might have. Don't worry if you're guessing a bit here, but it will help determine the other answers. Now, step two, what's your hourly rate? Have you really sat down and set your hourly rate yet? When was the last time you actually took a look at what you were charging people? If you're not sure if yours is even right, you might consider several factors like your experience level, skill level, and the types of websites you're building. Elementor or Squarespace versus custom code, for instance. There's a little bit more information to help you set this in the calculator, though. Now, step three, time is money. Have you been tracking your time on projects? Now, I personally use Toggle Track, which is linked in today's show notes, and it is an amazingly easy time tracking system, and you can use it 
completely free. If you have never really tracked your time on a project, you're doing yourself a huge disservice. How long it takes you to build a project is a huge piece of what you should be charging. So if you've never tracked your time, make a rough estimate of how many hours it takes you to put together a five-page website. And don't forget to include time for emails, project management, maybe design, copy, the actual build. And think about that, put that all together and just come up with a guesstimate. Now, if you have time tracking, you're going to be able to go back and find that actual number. Now, step four, flat rate or hourly. You next have to decide how you want to charge your clients. Are you going to build them for all the hours worked and just provide them with an estimate of what you expect a website bill to take? Now, this can be beneficial because you get paid for all of your time. But if you bid too low and then you need to charge more, it can make clients wildly unhappy. Or will you provide a flat rate price? Now, with flat rates... Everyone knows exactly how much a website project will cost, but you do have to be super careful about preventing scope creep. Now, if you do go for a flat rate, ensure that you have everything you're going to need to do in writing, and you'll have to be firm on keeping to those boundaries. Now, step five, we get to do some math. I'm really not that excited about math, but you can probably guess that to get your basic website cost, you want to take the estimated hours times your hourly rate. It's really just that simple. Now, when you're building on a flat rate, you need to add some padding for unseen circumstances, designers wanting to get a little fancy with things, and some admin time that everybody forgets. Now, step Six, you need to account for any additional pages. So not all websites you're building are going to be the same size. Since our estimate was built around a five-page website, you'll want to get more specific for this project. Think about how long each page takes you for an entire part of the project, not just devving it out. And how many pages are actually in this website project. Step seven, you have to account for extra value. All web designers and developers are not created equal. If you're going a bit above and beyond for your clients, you need to calculate that into your overall cost and value, especially with a flat rate project. Now, I'm talking about writing things like copy, doing on-page SEO, accessibility, and other pieces that we all forget to include in our estimates. And step eight, you're going to put it all together. Now, you have to factor in everything we've calculated to get the actual price of your website. Now, if you want to make this easy and get an understanding for all the extra value pieces you might be forgetting, or you just simply want to calculate the estimated cost for your flat white, flat rate websites, go to becomeadigitalmaster.com. The pricing calculator is listed right on the front page. All you have to do is enter your email and you'll be able to access it for free. And of course, that's all linked in today's show notes as well. Plus, you can use this calculator over and over again to help you get an estimated number you should be charging for the websites you're building. Don't worry though. 
Again, all of this is linked conveniently for you in today's show notes. Now, what do I really want you to take away from today's short episode? Stop the race to the bottom and don't be afraid to charge what you are actually worth. It is super easy to get caught up in wanting to sign that next contract, but I promise you, the clients that get hung up on the price are the ones who are the biggest drain on you financially, emotionally, you know, everything else. Focus on the high quality clients that will love your work and be happy to pay what you're charging. And the best part is those clients becoming your referral source means you get more and more people just like that. Now grab that pricing calculator for free so you can learn how to charge appropriately for your next website. Now, thank you all for listening to our episode this week. If you want to catch more Digital Masters, you can subscribe to this podcast on your favorite podcast app or visit us at digitalmasterspodcast.com. If you have any questions or you want to learn more about digital marketing, follow us on Instagram at digitalmasterspodcast or visit us online at becomeadigitalmaster.com. Can't wait to talk to you all again next week.